Welcome to Black Empowerment Radio, where we are dedicated to unifying, organizing, and taking action to establish and advance our economic interest within the Black community. Our radio show podcast will be uploaded every Wednesday and Thursday via SoundCloud and YouTube. Please like, share, and subscribe to our Facebook, YouTube, and SoundCloud channels. Now, introducing your humble host, Mark. Welcome to another episode of Black Empowerment Radio. Today, we're going to be discussing Dr. Claude Anderson's five key foundations for economically empowering black people. Dr. Claude Anderson has written several books, one of which is my favorite entitled Powernomics. Um, he touches on some key foundations for uh, economic empowerment and social empowerment within the black community. Uh, some of those are economic, having an economic foundation, a political foundation, a justice foundation, a media foundation, and finally, an educational foundation. Uh, Dr. Anderson says having an economic foundation is essential. Uh, we need businesses and we need industry. We have to take the money that we get from those businesses and industry and practice group economics. We shouldn't go right back out and, and, and go blow our money with people outside of our community. It defeats the purpose. It doesn't help us out at all. Uh, he says it's essential to have a political foundation. We need to use the money that we acquire from businesses and industry to buy and influence politicians to advocate our agenda. We get them to pass laws that are uh, in the best interest of black folks and black folks only. See, we got a habit of letting other people, other groups of people piggyback off of, um, off of our suffering. And um, when we need them as allies, they're nowhere to be found. So we got to stick to our code. We got to stick to uh, getting people to uh, getting the politicians to change things that we need to be changed. We don't want to be under the, the uh, banner of minority. Uh, we want specific laws and, and protection from uh, the, the, the injustices that go on within this country uh, solely for black people. He also talks about having a justice foundation. We use politicians and our economic power to control how cops act in our community and how judges treat black people uh, within the penal system when it comes to sentencing and um, just just fairness in the courts, period. We also need a media foundation. We need to buy up newspapers. We need to buy up radio stations and TV stations to push our own agenda and promote our own culture and businesses. That's essential. We don't need anyone trying to control how we're perceived to the rest of the world, to each other. We have a, a a thing where we start buying into, you know, uh, uh, what about the black on black crime? We start actually believing in the, the white supremacist talking points that we hear on Fox and CNN. We need to move away from the standardization and, uh, and, and focus on specific talent and the needs of our children. We need to start gearing them towards uh Building businesses, building industry. We need to stop having our kids. Uh, we need to stop preparing them to work for other people. Why is it that black folks spend hundreds of dollars on sneakers, hundreds of dollars on clothes, but they don't own any businesses? 
here in my state of Pennsylvania, to incorporate an LLC or a partnership, um, a LLP or an S-Corp, to form one of those companies, it's about $250. $250. A pair of Jordans is about $250 by themselves. And I'm not even going to begin to try to calculate the prices of uh, the new clothing lines or clothing brands that's out right now that black folks are wasting their money on. So it kind of, it's no wonder why we're in the predicament that we're in because we're been, we've been indoctrinated in this type of subculture where we're throwing our earned income at the strip club. Women are spending their money on Gucci bags, Louis bags, fingernails, hair, $300 hair pieces. You have to take accountability for your own condition as well. We have to stop and think about what part we play in our own demise. If you going out to the club with your girlfriends, for your girlfriends, or you going out to the the strip club with four of your homeboys, then you must think about all the money that you're going to be wasting for that temporary satisfaction. And that's what a lot of black people partake in. Temporary satisfaction, feel-goodism. We want it right now. We want the reward right here, right now. We don't believe in that we need to sacrifice. We can band together for some silly shit. But when it comes to actually trying to make progress or make something happen, we kind of shuck and jive. It just has me thinking. Do some black people even want change? Because I can see it clear as day. I've done it myself. I've personally scraped money together to start a company. I remember being 18 years old, wanting to start a, a cleaning company. And ironically enough, me... One of my close cousins that I was hanging with heavy at the time and his father all were in the janitorial business. And we were working for people, worked for a hospital. The other one worked for uh, another company. And I worked um, at a, a place that basically leased out janitors for their particular buildings. But anyway... We are in the janitorial business, and I said, you know, hey, we we are doing this. Let's stop and and um, let's let's put a little bit of money together. We can go out on our own. We can we can we we not a stripping wax floors. We not a clean. We not a uh, 
take out trash. Listen, let's put some money together. Let's get a van. Let's get some equipment we may need. You know, hell, I'll even put up the money to get incorporated and, and do everything that needs to be done on the legal side to establish us as an, a, a legit entity. But as time went on, of course, the procrastination kicked in. You know, I had uh, my cousin. He wanted to fix up his car. His dad was was, was real stagnant and, and unmotivated. So that kind of killed my spirit. You know, so I, I wind up not following through with it. But years later, of course, I learned a, a lesson when I was starting my, my second company. Um, and uh, I just knew not to wait for anyone. I know people will project their insecurities. I know people will project their um, their problems like they're more relevant or more important than what you're going through at the moment. And it's all in the effort to derail and procrastinate and stall you out. This is how all these movements get killed. This is why there is no uh, uh, progress in the black community. Uh at a grassroots level anyway, you know, we have $1.1 trillion in buying power. So I don't want to hear that uh, black people don't have the money. It's hard out here. We have money for every other thing that we don't need that isn't building wealth, that isn't paying dividends. That's is that isn't appreciating. A gold chain is not going to appreciate. A pair of Jordans is not going to appreciate. So we we have to look at the choices that we're making, and we have to sacrifice some things that we may want in the present and. We have to sacrifice it for the future. We have the money. We have the money. You have, I, I mean, you, you do what you got to do, but there's a lot of uh, hustlers out here. Some people I know have been hustling for all their lives, taking chances every day, all their lives. And they still have nothing what is the point? You're risking your life and your freedom every day for nothing. Essentially nothing. To buy clothes. To emulate and impersonate these rappers. And that's why you always be under the yoke of white supremacy. That's why the NBA players aren't able to freely speak. Because still they, they see they still get a check cut from white mommy and daddy. We indoctrinate our kids in this materialism foolishness also. The other day I heard kids teasing each other over 
you know, you got on, you don't have these sneakers. Or I got this. Or I got that. So we being indoctr, we indoctrinating our kids into foolishness. Into foolishness. You can't get mad at, you know, white folks or Asian folks because they're indoctrinating them kids in capitalism. You go to the Chinese store, you see the little Asian kids in the back taking your order, counting the money from you. They learning how to uh, uh, calculate uh, money and inventory and balance out uh, the books. And they learning how to cut up a box and write on the, the, the cut up box instead of spending money on um, uh, composition books and paper. They learn how to, you know, instead of taking the chips out of the box, they, they learn how to cut the top of the box off and use the box as a display, as a chip display. They're not spending money on racks, on potato chip racks. And even if you look at the poppy store, you see the little uh, the little Spanish kids, they working in the mom and pop store. But we the only ones that support in these places, but we're not picking up on What's really going on? We're teaching our kids how to criticize, ridicule, and belittle each other because of what they're wearing. While our counterparts are teaching their kids the essentials, like I said, to compete in this country. We're not competing. So in conclusion to today's show, I want to just recap on Dr. Claude Anderson's five key foundations for economic empowerment. Uh, the first one, once again, is economic, having an economic foundation, having a uh, political foundation is the second one. The third one is having a justice foundation. The fourth is having a media foundation. And last but not least, um, it, we need to have a, some type of reform educational foundation. I also want you guys to uh, remember some of the points that I personally touched on, which were just cutting out a lot of the excess partying, excess buying, excess spending that it's not going to pay off. Uh, your kids can't inherit uh, the Gucci bag, the, the Gucci sneakers, the, the pocketbooks, the $300 belts. They can't inherit those items. And if they do, it's not going to be worth anything. It's not going to be enough for them to sustain themselves. It's not going to be enough for them to empower their children. So, we just have to think about this and we have to cut out a lot of the the, the uh, unnecessary uh, spending habits and just start thinking about more ways that we can take the income we do have. And let's try to parlay that into some type of economic freedom, economic empowerment. And uh, that basically just concludes today's show. Stay empowered. Stay eternally motivated 